Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. Reach out with your feelings. Let go. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Counseling on the Force Center podcast feed, the show that believes absolutely every part of Star Wars is great. 
from a certain point of view. I'm your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, making a triumphant return to the podcast, a special guest, my sometimes co-host. It is a small sip of whiskey. Here is what small sip of whiskey sounds like. Tastes like co-hosting. <clears throat> so, today I am tackling one intriguing grievance. I wanted to tackle two. Two intriguing grievances, but I've got a very busy week. I'm getting ready for Star Wars Celebration and a bunch of other writing stuff, so let's dive into this one intriguing grievance. This grievance comes to us from Steve. Steve has a Twitter handle. Now, I am not sure which of these letters to form into various word sounds, so I'm just going to read Steve's Twitter handle. It is at S-N-O-R-D-T-J-R. Steve has a great grievance. He says, Why did Luke hold his lightsaber left hand over right at the end of The Last Jedi? He always gripped the hilt with his right hand on top in the original trilogy. He also holsters the hilt on his opposite hip. What are your thoughts? Steve, I have so many thoughts. This is such a great and interesting observation, and it's not something I have heard discussed. I would like to start, Steve, by just personally thanking you for the excuse that you gave to me to rewatch every Luke Skywalker lightsaber fight ever, all in a row, four times. I probably only needed to watch them once to discuss this, but the other three times were just for my personal fun. Thank you, Steve. So my mind wandered to many different kinds of places, thinking through the why of this. Obviously, it is a change, but why? How? In what ways does it make sense? Now, let's just start with the real world. There might be some practical real-world reason. Maybe that's just the way the stunt coordinator asked Mark Hamill to do it for some reason, and we've just never heard that behind-the-scenes tidbit. Or maybe it has to do with Mark Hamill himself. Maybe Mark Hamill injured his hand high-fiving crew members on the set that day. Or just tweeting, which we all know Mark Hamill likes to do and is very, very good at. So maybe there was just a powerful tweeting day from Jedi Master Mark Hamill. Wouldn't that be bizarre if that was the answer? Luke Skywalker switched dominant lightsaber hands because of a tragic tweeting injury. I don't think that's actually likely, but damn, it's fun to think about. Now, there could also be some specific creative reason that Ryan Johnson made that choice to switch the left hand to the top, and no one has ever just asked him about it at a Q&A. He didn't happen to offer it on The Last Jedi director's commentary. It could be, because the way the showdown on Crate is shot, Luke's left hand is often the one facing more toward the camera, or angled more toward the camera. Maybe Ryan felt the dominant hand should be the one angled toward the camera. Or, maybe we have heard a reason for this, and I just missed it, which is, of course, always possible. There are more Star Wars things to know than stars in the galaxy. I say that as someone who is currently studying as I record this, for a Star Wars trivia competition, there is so very much to know. Rebecca Jackson Mendoza played Brea Organa in her brief scene in Revenge of the Sith. I just said a fact out loud to help myself remember it. Anyway, let's get back to our grievance. The point is, without a specific concrete or real-world answer, our minds get to jump into hyperspace, navigate the unknown regions, and visit that exotic planet called Headcanon. Or 
Head Cannonondia, probably. Yes, Head Cannonondia Minor, for sure. That's what it's called. Anyway, here are some thoughts that jump to mind for me. Perhaps this change in how Luke Skywalker holds his lightsaber is just a change that Luke has made in the years since the Battle of Endor, with the little bits and pieces of stories that we do have about all those mysterious years. We know that Luke sought to understand the nature of the Force. We know he found books, ancient holocrons. He found other societies with different understandings of the Force. So much studying. We know that Luke sought to become a true Jedi Master. He sought out of all the qualities a Jedi could have, he wanted mastery. We also know he started a new Jedi school. We can imagine that with all of that learning, all of that exploration that Luke Skywalker did, that maybe he had a slightly different curriculum from the Jedi of old. And maybe one of the things that Luke learned, one of the most important lessons that he decided to teach his students was this. Look, if you're going to be a Jedi it's entirely possible one of your hands is going to get cut off. So it's very important that you learn to be ambidextrous. Now, I'm joking a little bit about the hand getting cut off thing, but you gotta admit, it does happen. Now, jokes aside, it does make perfect sense to me that someone like Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, who is striving toward mastery, would teach himself to be equally proficient with either hand. And during that fateful battle on Crate, he is mostly holding the lightsaber in both hands, as he does through most of the original trilogy. And yes, in the Battle of Crate, it is switched which hand is on top. But there is a moment as he dodges and weaves from Kylo's swings that he does hold the lightsaber in just his gloved right hand. So in theory, he is capable of wielding the lightsaber in both hands, and we see him use both hands as well as just the right hand in this very battle on crate. We do also get to see Luke wielding not a lightsaber, but a weapon of sorts earlier in the film. When Rey gets upset and whacks Luke in the back of the head with her staff, Luke calls to a bit of equipment, a rod snaps off some other equipment and goes flying into his hand. He reaches out and calls to it with the force with his left hand and then blocks Rey's first blow, still holding that rod in his left hand. Then he switches to his right hand for the rest of this short fight. Again, a lot of that could be about the way the fight was blocked and shot, but since we're crawling deep into the Star Wars bubble, analyzing, and let me go out on a limb and say possibly overanalyzing every frame, to me that suggests that Luke is capable of fighting with either hand. Maybe he uses the right hand out of habit and it's been a while since he's fought, but still it suggests the possibility of ambidextrous mastery. A very hard thing to say. Ambidextrous mastery. See, I didn't even say it correctly the second time. Ambidextrous mastery. Now to complicate things, of course, this main scene of a lightsaber-wielding Luke on crate is, of course, a projection. This is not Luke actually physically there. So could this be some kind of projection change? Could this be another clue that Kylo should have seen that something isn't right? The biggest clue being, of course, that Luke has the lightsaber that Kylo recently tore apart. Granted, 
that explosion on the Supremacy knocked Kylo out, so you could imagine that he wasn't aware that lightsaber was destroyed and thinks Rey delivered it to Luke. I understand. That's a valid interpretation that some fans have. Personally, I like the idea that Kylo was so full of rage and fear. He was too full of rage and fear, so he was blinded by it and not seeing the obvious in front of him, not seeing that that was a lightsaber that Luke probably couldn't or shouldn't have in that moment. That's more interesting and character-based to me, so I I choose to see it that way. So I do think that Kylo is not paying the best attention. So if he has a lightsaber that he shouldn't and Kylo doesn't notice, if that's true, could Luke switching his hand placement on the lightsaber and the lightsaber side on his hip also be clues that Kylo missed that something isn't right? Well, in order to clear that up, let's turn to something that won't help us clear that up. It gets even more complicated because in Luke and Kylo's telling of the story of the destruction of the temple, Luke holds the lightsaber different ways. Now, before we even get into the lightsaber holding details, I will throw out that my personal interpretation of this uh, Rashomon three different scenes of the story of what exactly happened to turn Ben into Kylo Ren, how the destruction of the Jedi Temple went down, all of that. I think Luke's first version is the safer, watered-down version of the truth. The second... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Version we hear, Kylo's, I think, is a twisted version to fit what he Kylo needs to believe. Kylo needs to believe that Luke feared him, that Luke was being unfair to him, because if Luke is being unfair to him, then it justifies Kylo's choices. And we know that Kylo is tortured, that he feels the call of the light. He needs to resist the call of the light, and it helps him if he says, I didn't make all these choices. What was I supposed to do? My Jedi Master, my uncle, was crazed and tried to murder me because he feared my power. So in my opinion, that second version is Kylo's version and not entirely true. And I personally believe that Luke's final version to Rey is very honest and damn close to the truth. Now, all that said, in Kylo's version of the story, Luke is holding the lightsaber in this fancy new way, left hand over right. This could be a sign that, yes... Luke has switched up his form in the years since we last saw him battling away on the second Death Star. Or we could believe that this isn't trustworthy because it's from Kylo's possibly untrustworthy filter. Now in Luke's second and final version of the story, the one that I feel is the most close to true, we see something very interesting and possibly relevant to the great lightsaber hand placement mystery. Luke reaches out through the Force to look inside the heart and soul of Ben Solo. We hear the unstable crackling of Kylo Ren's lightsaber in faraway screams. Luke senses that Ben will destroy everything and everyone that Luke loves. And, as Luke says, and for the briefest moment of pure instinct, I thought I could stop it. Luke grabs and ignites his lightsaber with his right hand his exposed, ungloved, mechanical hand. This is, of course, the hand his own father cut off. This is the hand Luke looked at on the Death Star all those years ago when he was so close to striking his father down in anger. He compared his mechanical right hand then to the sparking, severed hand of his father, and he stopped. He threw his weapon down. He chose the path. Of the Jedi. And in this scene, this memory, the hand is not even gloved. It's not even covered by synth skin. The metal is open and exposed. Now, as a side note, this imagery, this metaphor that losing a body part means losing your humanity is, I think, something both very cool and worth questioning. Because obviously, Having an artificial limb in real life does not mean you are losing your humanity. Claudia Gray took a really great step toward balancing this imagery and metaphor out by giving the character Brea Organa, played by Rebecca Jackson Mendoza, 
an artificial heart and lungs called pulmonodes in the awesome book Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Those injuries were from a climbing accident, and Brea did not see them as something to be ashamed of. The loss of physical body parts did not mean the loss of humanity. So I'd love all the storytelling that has been done with Luke's hand and with Vader's injuries, with Obi-Wan calling him more machine than man now, twisted and evil. But to me, it doesn't have to be about the artificial part. I choose to focus on the injuries part, because it's not the artificial part that is dehumanizing. It's the choices that led to these injuries for these characters. Anakin's horrible injuries were because he would not stop fighting. He led with his hate, and Obi-Wan cut him down. Luke rushed off to face Vader full of ignorance and hubris, and his hand was cut off. These are scars from violence and war. They symbolize the risk of what constant war will do to your soul. The risk of becoming more scar tissue than human. They symbolize the risk of assuming that violence is the only way. Which, to get back to The Last Jedi, is the moment of weakness that Luke is giving into in this moment of his story. As he stands over his nephew, over Ben Solo, senses this darkness, senses the destruction of everything that Luke has ever loved, he ignites that blade in his right hand, and it is a horrible dilemma. Luke is a Jedi Master, sworn to protect the galaxy. He wants to protect the ones he loves, so out of instinct, the lightsaber comes out in that hand, the hand that represents violence as a choice. And as Luke tells Rey, it passed like a fleeting shadow. So a little bit of a detour to get to our destination. I think it's important that we see him, in Luke's own telling of the story, leading with his right hand, his dominant hand, his weighty metaphor of a hand. So if that is meaningful in Luke's retelling of what happened, that when he considered acting out of rashness, out of violence, out of fear, he used that hand, you could extrapolate from that and imagine maybe Luke is leading with the other hand, the left hand, because he can, because he's masterful and ambidextrous, but even more than that, he is making a conscious choice to lead with his humanity. After all, in the Battle of Crate, he's not actually there. He's not actually fighting. He learned the lesson long ago when he almost struck his father down in anger. He learned it again very painfully when he ignited his blade for even a split second above his nephew and student Ben Solo. Violence for Luke Skywalker is not the answer. That's why he's projecting to great, to lead with pacifism, to use the force for knowledge and defense, not attack. And maybe for Luke, leading with his other hand reminds him of that choice. So that is my counseling. It could be a creative or practical choice for a specific reason that we don't know. We've never heard that behind-the-scenes story. It could be that Mark Hamill was tweeting too much that day. This one, I think, is the least likely, but the most fun to think about. It could be the simple truth that time has passed, another sign that these characters grow and change, and it's the simple truth that Luke has become ambidextrous which at the rate Jedi potentially lose hands, 
does seem like a totally valid skill to learn. The path of the Jedi is not an easy one. You must learn patience, harmony, and use both right and left-handed vibro-scissors. It could even be that Luke is overemphasizing his mastery, his proficiency with a blade in his projection form to distract and unnerve Kylo even more. If so, job well done. Or it could be that this is a symbolic choice for Luke. He's gone on a long and difficult journey to find a path of balance. And the hand that represents peace, the hand that represents mastery and preservation of your loved ones, not destruction of your enemies, was the correct hand for this fight. Now these, of course, are all just headcanon possibilities. These are the kinds of mysteries that I like in Star Wars, where there's something intriguing. There is a question mark, and we get to answer it with a bunch of other question marks of what could the answer be, which I definitely feel like is what's going on in this episode of Star Wars Counseling. Just a lot of different ideas. Maybe some of these will strike a chord with you. Maybe they won't. And of course, that is just fine. Since I'm having fun making up random headcanon possibilities, I'll throw out one more. One more possible answer to the mystery of Luke switching which hand is on top while holding his lightsaber. Why did he switch hips to emphasize that other hand? Well, here is one more possible answer. Maybe Luke Skywalker is also a hand model, and he just really wanted us to look at how nice his left hand looks. So those are many thoughts. All I know for certain is I can't wait for more crate projection Luke Skywalker action figures to be released so we can all make our own personal decisions about which hand Luke holds the hero's blade in. After all, when Oniho Zaya built his own Luke Skywalker action figure to tell the story of the Battle of Crate to his fellow stable hands Tamiri Bleg and Arishel Sar, he put the lightsaber in Luke's left hand. Which hand? will you choose? Thank you so much, Steve, for the fun grievance. This was a really interesting one to dig into. I hope that helps or was at least fun to think through. If you have a grievance or deep dive question, send them to us on Twitter. Please do use the hashtag Star Wars Counseling. That's counseling spelled with an S that makes it much easier for me to find them. I've also got a Facebook post that I put up on the Force Center Facebook page uh, requesting some more grievances. So if you're listening and thinking of one, you can go find that on Facebook. Or like I said, you can tweet us uh, with those questions with that hashtag spelled with an S. While you're on social media, why not find me? You can find me as at Joseph Scrimshaw on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out my other podcast, Obsessed. That is all on josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter's at Force Center Pod and buy our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. You can support our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash Force Center. And of course, until next time, as Han Solo once said in a moment of brutal honesty, I don't know how we're going to get out of this one. That's it for Star Wars Council.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 